0: Hello and welcome to presenting a podcast where we chat about various topics related to role-playing games, typically Paizo products such as Pathfinder and Starfinder, but also others. I'm John Godek and with me today is Landon Winkler. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Thanks for agreeing uh, on relatively short notice and filling in for me so I have someone to talk to. So Landon is a developer at Paizo on the Pathfinder rules and lore team as well as a freelance writer and game designer. He has nearly a dozen Paizo freelance credits, including Shadows at Sundown, Pathfinder Second Edition Adventure, and The Culling Shadow, Book Six of Horizons of the Vast Starfinder Adventure Path. Um, I'm actually starting Book Four with my group of uh, Horizons oh, of the Vast. Awesome. So, yeah, so I know the whole story. I know the ending already. So it's uh it's uh, it's kind of cool. Prior to working at Paizo, he was uh, lead developer for web games, uh, for the web games Metroplicity and. Twilight Heroes under Metroplexity. I'm sorry, Metroplexity Games. Uh, you can reach Landon on Twitter at Landon Winkler. Uh, you know, before we jump into anything else, can you tell me a little yeah. bit about Metroplexity? Because I'm yeah. I, I looked at the site really quick and I'm not familiar with it, but it sounds yeah. kind of interesting.
1: Um, yeah, actually, those are both still uh, under development. Not so much the last. Uh, couple of months just new job and then suddenly, you know, the last month has just been strange and confusing and busy for reasons, you know. Right, right, right. Um right. but the uh yeah, Metroplexity is kind of my my brainchild. It's a darkish sci-fi cyberpunk sort of setting with a bit mm. of magic, just some, you know, inherent weirdness going on, uh, lots of dreams and the like. Okay. Um so Uh, very very based on sort of the mystery but the the game itself is kind of trying to get at that uh, same experience as rpgs uh when you don't have a dm right uh, or gm available so really kind of like uh, trying to be a very open experience so it's text-based um -hmm. there are images but it's uh primarily that there's the combat system is Mm card-based um and the uh Uh, hacking system is would would physically work using uh specialized dice but obviously you know don't need physical dice to play it online um and uh yeah that's sort of the the idea it's been in development for a long time it's Mm -hmm. uh you can get sort of through have however much of it as you want uh the people who've been playing it for a long time tend to get to the end of where I've gotten and then restart. <laughs> get to the right. end of where I've gotten right. and restart. Uh sort of like a rogue-like. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, that's uh that's where that is. Twilight Heroes is uh, another game that's actually sort of in the same genre. The uh developer of it um had to step back uh and he was like, well there's there's two people <laughs> who really kind of work right. in this in this genre. Uh and uh one of them is uh asymmetric if you've run into Kingdom of Loathing uh, before yeah, that's not, sort no. of like the most popular one in, in the genre that we have. But, uh, so yeah, he was sort of like, you know, <laughs> like if the, this doesn't get handed to you or like, you know, find that lightning in a bottle with fans, uh, it's right, just going right. to go away and that, uh, didn't want to see that. So yeah, that's a really like very tongue in cheek, Adam West, Batman sort of superhero
0: oh, game. fun. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different, uh, Sort of flavors, which is is nice yeah. when it's sort of like everything gets really dark in the world. Sometimes go over work on Twilight Heroes,
0: right? Got <laughs> it. it. a little
1: yeah. better work on Metroplexity.
0: Nice, nice. So, Landon, can you talk a little bit about your journey going from you know what you did before and then becoming a developer here on the Pathfinder Rules and Lore team, and kind of even what that job entails now? Because there's been a change in personnel and job descriptions and. Uh, You know, I have a couple good friends that that, um, left Paizo, and I know they rearranged things when, you know, Ron Lundin and Jason Keeley and Jason Tondra all left, then they shook it all up. So, can you talk about kind of all that stuff?
1: Sure. Um, Well, as far as the job uh, now, rules and lore uh, really kind of used to be two separate teams. Uh, But if you think of it as the uh, hardcover Mm -hmm. rule book, line and the hardcover lost omens line. Uh those have sort of come together because the a lot of the rules stuff, especially when you start talking about things like Dark Archive and the like, Mm -hmm. it's like 30% flavor, 70% rules, and then you get the Lost Omens line, which absolutely do have so like the thirty percent rules and seventy percent flavor. It's like, well like having the same people working on both of those just seemed like a a really mm. smart decision so um Luis and eleanor from right. sort of the, the lost omen side uh are with you know bullman and uh, michael sarah and um james case logan right. bonner and all those sort of uh hardcover lines so they just got everybody together right. Um, right, right and uh as a developer like i'm kind of I'm a little bit in the back as more of a support person, honestly. Um, it's sort of like the uh, goes out. Um, all of the you know writing, for the most part, is done by freelancers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, monsters, for example, you know, you'll have a freelancer. It's like, hey, could you do this monster for us or these like 10 monsters for us? And um, those will come back. And uh, at least at this point, what I'm doing is basically going over those doing like a a first pass and polish so i'm not the one really like deciding what monsters we put in uh and Mm -hmm. uh you know really like designing the basic concepts it's more like hey we need somebody to you know get this uh to be sort of you know paizo quality to fit with everything else Mm -hmm. Um, because i mean even speaking as like someone who's done a lot of freelancing like there are times when i'll send stuff and i'm like I think that was good, but I'm not actually sure. Um and, and now I'm sort of the person who has to make absolutely sure.
0: Right, right. But you're not doing the big outlines for the for the the are mm-hmm. Not yet. So that's the a senior developer kind of position right now or
1: Yeah, that's a lot of that is uh you know, Logan Bonner, James Case, folks exactly. like that. Um mm-hmm. as far as the the rules hardcovers, um and then Luis and Eleanor doing the lost dormant stuff. So they're still sort of like, as far as where the ideas are coming from, still very much the same places. Um, It's just combined so that uh, people like me who are doing sort of like the, the lower level stuff, frankly are, have a little, uh, can help out both places equally. Um, And so that the, the managers uh, of people doing similar stuff, can we cannot have like a billion managers we can just have like
0: you know right a handful right. of people yeah i was actually chatting with uh dustin uh today uh, or, or last night oh yeah, yeah and it sounds like he's very much in a similar situation uh i mentioned something that i was looking forward to coming out uh, because there's not many people i can mention that to and they said oh, oh yeah right. i made a, i made a pass through that and so so i thought oh wow that's 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 kind of cool so how did you get to this position that you started, what, in November? Is that right? Or uh
1: yes. Yeah. Very early November. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's sort of been a, a while coming. Um I've been working on freelance stuff under the OGL for mm-hmm. like about 20 years now, something like that. Um in, in varying capacities. So uh, it's been a a long road. It is not the road that I would actually suggest people who want to mm-hmm. have a full-time job in the industry take. I've done a very, I'm not good at networking and I don't like networking. <laughs> so uh, people could do a much better and faster job uh, than I did. Um, but yeah, sort of uh, started out doing um, freelance writing along with my, uh well, spouse now, uh mm-hmm. Liz Liddell who was doing editing at the time. Um and um some other friends of ours like uh Aton uh Bernstein, who is over on D and D now. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah just sort of uh worked through that, you know, three point five became Pathfinder, became two E. And I think I feel like both of those uh for for my like personal gaming experience or are- huge upgrades. I uh, really love second edition Pathfinder. Um, and mm-hmm. so it's uh, what I use in all of my home games. It's sort of like what I roll with uh, most right. of the time uh, for my designs. So it's kind of like, Oh, well at least like that ended up kind of uh, kind of panning out uh, so to speak. Um, but
0: you yeah. know, now that's I have to, to ask another a, question because I'm, lo- I'm learning all kinds of new stuff here. Um, yeah. I didn't, I did not realize that your spouse was Liz Liddell either. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, I interviewed her like a year and a half ago. <laughs> so it's like, and so now I got to wonder, you know, this whole blow up with the OGL, you had to, you're like in the middle of that because Liz yeah. works at wizards of the coast as an, Uh, lead editor for magic the gathering and you're a developer at paizo and you're on now she's not directly connected to what was going on there with dungeons and dragons but still you 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 guys are like in between on things that that had to be yeah uh, we're the
1: we're the only couple that was split like that uh over things um and and there are definitely like some some challenges for both of us like there's a lot more uh we just have to be a lot more thoughtful about like right. you know NDAs <laughs>
0: because yes. yes
1: that's uh that's potentially a really big deal, um but as far as like I I'm sure you've heard this a lot talking to to Piso people and Wizards people yeah. uh yeah. as far as the creative sides go like we're all like right. it's just the same people um mm-hmm. like <laughs> uh Liz you know was really worried with. The OGL stuff that their um, uh, Friday Pathfinder game they're doing Strength of Thousands would get broken up because it was like half Paizo people and half Wizards people, and thankfully, right. you know, like every everyone was sort of like you know everything got su- sorted over. But it's like, and that's the sort of level that we're talking about. Like we're not, you know, gonna like the the Pizo people aren't mad at the the wizards right, right. Yeah, creative people people and people and vice vice people. It's, yeah yeah it's
0: uh yeah they're all you know, talking talking to some folks i know that went from paizo to to wizards you know there's there was a lot of negative animosity towards kind of the corporate side of wizards and people there was some concern amongst the some of the creatives that i talked to how people wanted to Burned down their job and they kind of like their job and being creative <laughs> and doing stuff so but yeah I'm, thankfully that is quieted down and and we're hoping that as things move forward i'm next couple months maybe it's all going to be quiet i don't know so but yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll yeah, see it's hard that. to say yeah i uh, didn't yeah, mean to from, bring uh, that up you know but when you oh, mentioned yeah, no, that it's, it's, it's like it's wow I, that's new information <laughs> to me <clears throat> i apologize
1: yeah actually a lot of my uh, a lot of my, the work that I've done, uh, as a freelancer and and contractor is also yeah. uh with Liz. So there's yeah. a lot of stuff that, um, we would just like, uh, I either I would write and Liz would edit, or I would outline and Liz would develop. Mm-hmm. You just sort of like that. We yeah, we really did a lot of work. Uh, really as as a couple. Uh, which was yeah. a lot of fun. Unfortunately, we can't anymore because Wizards has really strict uh, yes. non-compete mm-hmm. uh, language uh, in their contracts, and right. uh, Liz is really like lawful good. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> well,
0: I, I not, think you like, want to keep your job uh, too. So at the edges, yeah, to, for sure, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it's you know, I I always tell uh, Ron Lundeen that it must be really helpful to his productivity to have an in-house editor his his wife Stephanie is you know got a PhD mm-hmm. in English and and basically does editing professionally so um so I that must have been handy for you on on some of those projects.
1: Oh yeah no it was great. We uh started hmm um when we started going to Gen Cons, which would have been around the time that it moved to indie. Mm-hmm. um we uh went to a bunch of seminars uh run by uh Sue Cook, uh mm-hmm. Monty Cook's wife at the time. Um and uh that was that was really uh where Liz got into editing and it was mm-hmm. very much like like hey writer editor gamer power <laughs> couple thing like mm-hmm. this this could work out real well and it's not been you know you know fabulously successful. I'm not you know uh, uh neither of us are really Names out in front of a lot of people, uh, which honestly is kind of how we both like it. But uh, it has been a lot of fun for a lot of projects. Mm
0: -hmm. Nice, nice. Well, um, you know, we we mentioned this earlier. uh, Prior to starting at Paizo, you were doing uh, web game design, you were a developer there. Mm -hmm. Um, How has that experience kind of translated to the work you do on RPGs, tabletop RPGs, and design and development?
1: Yeah, it's um, one of the things that I, I think is is really interesting that helps a lot with uh, improving game design is actually uh, shorter development cycles. Um, you can sort of like try something, see your mistakes, and mm, mm-hmm. try it again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and fix it, um, and refine your craft that way. Um, and it's, it's really hard if you start working on print books uh because the the lag there is so long that by the time that the book comes out you've forgotten everything that you wrote for it typically um Mm. but you know if you're right if you're working on something online like that it can be like oh i you know wrote some uh christmas content on you know december 18th and everyone's experiencing it like up until mm. the 25th. And like, right. if I'm going to get feedback, that's when I'm going to get feedback. Um, mm. And that's, that's really helpful. Uh, actually sort of keeping in the Pathfinder space. That's one of the reasons uh, Pathfinder Starfinder that uh, I really suggest newer freelancers uh, try to work on society scenarios if they can. Mm-hmm. Um, the society feedback can be uh honestly pretty harsh at times like the reviews and things oh yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah but but you get it way faster mm. uh and mm-hmm. you get it like you just get much more volume of reviews uh like it'll be very rare if you write like a ap volume for someone to be like this encounter sucked right. um and like you will include bad encounters in your ap turnovers like that's mm-hmm. not uh that's just gonna happen um but when you get a bad encounter in like a a pfs scenario you will you will actually hear about it which is yeah i mean you know a double-edged sword for sure uh Mm -hmm. it's not what you want to hear but at the same time like hearing it really does help hone the craft
0: yeah no for you know now you mentioned that it reminds me i should go look at reviews i didn't even think about that no and i better steal myself for that I, I teach and so like at the end of the term we get student evaluations of us and our teaching i always have to make sure i'm in a good mood you know before i go and and, and read those i'm prepared mentally
1: yeah it, so. yeah it definitely like you have to yeah. steal yourself before yeah. you for you go and yeah. read the reviews very cool
0: now you've been doing freelancing it's Fairly evenly split between Pathfinder and Starfinder, and you know what are some mm-hmm. of the challenges that you've experienced switching between systems, and what benefits do you see doing design work in both that you can kind of carry over and inform the other?
1: I mean it. It was a bit easier in that like short period where it was P1 and Starfinder. Right, the rules right, were right. a little yeah. uh, more similar. Um, really, the the trickiest part a lot of the time is just. That um, is when things actually are similar, though, like intimidate and intimidation. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you're just going to you're just going to flip them around if you work in both systems. Um, And. uh, But that said, one of the things that I like about sort of moving back and forth like that is, first of all, I, I mentioned before, I love. Pathfinder 2's rules. And I I do like Galarian, but uh, the Starfinder setting is just absolutely my jam. I freaking love (laughs) science fantasy. Um, So when I was uh, originally applying for the developer opening that ended up being uh, this job, uh, I was more or less going for um, the Starfinder uh, ap developer spot mm. um that had opened up mm. um and actually i had applied to that as well uh the the round that tanjiro got it uh which was sort of i felt was sort of silly it's like oh like if i had known that tanjiro was the other person like yeah. tanjiro is just better at this than i am <laughs> like as far as yeah, like, he's a tough one. really like he's, the narrative tough stuff.
0: one to compete against yeah
1: yeah so it's like why did, I mean I'm glad that you thought that I was like close yeah. enough to interview, but that seems like a waste of time um but yeah, this so uh, I was more or less reapplying for that but yeah, it's um so uh, but one of the things that's really fun is because you do know both systems and mm-hmm. they have really i mean very different strengths at this point um you get to drill in and be like what is great about you know this system what can we you -hmm. know how can we play with like things even things like resolve points with Starfinder, like how can we you know use that as a reward how do we uh really stretch people's stamina to their limits um and get that sort of uh long-term uh erosion uh over the adventuring day whereas With P two, there's a lot more like eh, like how can I how can I make uh skill feats matter here? You know how can Mm. I get some combats that make the the three action economy sing? Um, Mm. so yeah, you get very uh. I feel like I don't necessarily suggest writing for multiple systems for everyone, um, but definitely knowing multiple systems is a huge benefit. Uh, even if it's just like wow, this system does like basically everything wrong um but you know you've not only learned like what not to do in a lot of cases but like there there's always going to be some good ideas in there like even the system that you hate the absolute most in the world is going to have a couple of nuggets in there that are don't know, mm. worth pulling out
0: yeah one of the things i notice from a lot of the more veteran game designers is they play a lot of different games a lot of you know not just even d20 games if they're a d20 developer they do lots of different types of games and i think that breadth really is is informative
1: yeah no it it helps a lot and even uh even just like uh sometimes you know it's hard to get a a group together especially now uh since 2020 but the uh even just reading through them and really like or watching actual plays, stuff like that, mm-hmm. can be really, really helpful. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you mentioned one of the things you didn't recommend for novice freelancers to do, but what advice do you have for people interested in becoming freelance game designers and authors? You know, what should they be doing, and uh, especially if they want to get into a position like you know, working at Paizo, working at Cobalt Press, or maybe even, you know, I know we won't say working at Wizards, but maybe a job down the road mm-hmm. like that
1: well i will say like absolutely no shade to anyone who works at wizards their yeah. pay is extremely good like yes uh and their benefits are good and they get to work with D, which like i mean i it's been actually quite a while well i shouldn't actually say that i have a i actually have a D game uh weekly when we can get everyone together but um i mean like i grew up playing second edition ad and d and that was yep. that, that was my jam and that's really where like i cut my teeth doing design work because mm-hmm. you know it needed a lot of work <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to be a good game um so a lot of dms from that era got a lot of design uh design shops uh from just the home brewing that you needed to do
0: right
1: exactly um yeah. but yeah being able to go back and and play with that i think is i mean i think that's a really cool thing to be able to do and i would not i do not have any uh no shade being thrown in, in even the slightest there. Oh yeah. Um but that said um the uh as far as how to get started um so the big the big thing to go from like uh doing like well I guess to start out with you want to do Really, the smallest projects that you can find. Um, so, if you find a third party publisher that has had an open call, I'm not sure if they still have this, but I know at least it used to be on the Piso forums, there was a, a third party publisher open call thread. Um, mm-hmm. And I've actually gotten a couple of gigs through that, um, or, you know, on Discord and so forth, mm-hmm. um, Twitter, whatever. Um, and once you start sort of taking those, those little nibbles. um, The, the trick after that um, is the part that I'm actually legitimately just really bad at, uh, which is networking and really kind of branding yourself. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. there's, uh, you want to be someone who people know and remember. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, means to some extent like being a public face on twitter or wherever uh you your social media of choice is um for for people to find you but also just like uh really um particularly once you start doing your your own products uh or pitching products to third parties publishers um you want to do things that you're really passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you're, uh, I mean, there's a, a project that's like, if you just want to do a book of all leshies, that's already taken, but <laughs> yes, uh, you will absolutely, you know, uh, people will be like, oh, that's the leshy person.
0: <laughs> right, um, right.
1: And right. it's, it sounds silly but like just having that uh memory in people's heads and then a lot of times you know if somebody's like oh I need you know two pages of leshy feats for this project mm-hmm. oh the leshy person um and also yeah just like I mean just talking to people particularly uh at cons which is I mean hard art, now, a challenge you know? now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh I mean, yeah, Gen Con used to be like really like kind of the almost the highlight of my year. Like Liz and I would mm-hmm. always go to Gen Con. And mm-hmm. uh this year it's just like I I can't in good conscience. Like I yeah. would come home sick from Gen Con half the time anyway. I
0: know. Like I'm know. not
1: going if they're not requiring masks. <laughs> like that's just mm-hmm. not a thing. Um but yeah, and just sort of uh meeting and talking to people, um, is a huge part of that. Uh, and it sucks. Like I have really bad social anxiety, so like, I'm just bad at it. Uh, Mm -hmm. but like, uh, that is really important. Uh, the other, the other, the flip side of that is when you're actually doing the projects, obviously you want to, you know, knock it out of the park. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and part of that is, you know, going back through and and reviewing it uh, more times if you can, like getting it done a week early rather than like waiting until the deadline. Um, Like sounds like advice for school, but it's, it is good advice for school and it's good advice here too. Um, And then, you know, so you have time to get separate from it and then do another read through. Mm -hmm. Um, And -hmm. actually I, uh, I did that with the, uh, the adventure path that you're going to, Mm -hmm. to end up hitting. Like I, finished it almost a month early and then came back and was like, yeah, there's some structural stuff here that just doesn't work very well. Um, And as a result ended up with uh, a much better adventure, hopefully a good adventure. Um, Mm. But uh, the other thing, like the biggest thing that I always try to tell people is um, be communicative with your devs, whether that's a third party person or somebody at Paizo or somebody at Wizards, whatever. Um, particularly around scheduling, there is a a really common reaction with freelancers, myself included, where like, you know, you, you get sick or like there's a death in the family, or you just like freak out, crack under the pressure, whatever happens. Um, and like you're gonna miss a deadline. Uh and it's like, okay, we'll just clam up and just hope nobody notices. Um, mm. But they definitely will notice, and they right. will feel much better if you've already contacted them, uh, right. even if it's just like, hey, this is going to be you know a week late, two weeks late, a month late, whatever. Um, and they may not be happy, but they're going to be way happier, and they will trust you way more in the future, knowing mm. that mm. you have that skill, because um, that can really throw a wrench in things.
0: Yeah. Last year I had a, last summer I had a turnover that was due and then I had eye surgery and it was Mm. slowing me down because eye surgery. And uh, so my, my dev said, oh yeah, you can have, you know, you can take more time. I'll give you two more weeks on if you need. And I I was able to crank it out anyway. I just didn't know how the recovery was going to be. But they're, they're always, my, my experience has been always been very understanding to work with you, whatever whatever it takes they're not oh no man you can't do this we don't try no no like you're saying it's the opposite they they want the communication and and to know so
1: and it's just so much and even if you do have to like completely back out of something which happens sometimes um the earlier that we find out like that's just way way better um getting something rescheduled
0: so um, kind of related to to uh communication with devs you being uh you know a developer how frequently do you prefer people ask you uh, or tell you that they're available for freelancing? Um, You know, because that's how you kind of get jobs sometimes, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I would suggest not actually telling me that you're available at all. (laughs) Um, Some people do Um, like, I just, I just don't have uh, since uh, at least at Paizo, what ends up happening is sort of the, the lead for that project is right. the one the lead developer for that project right, is the right, one right. who assigns it out and i'm I'm just not there yet, yeah um and so uh I won't be able to get you any jobs like I love talking to people, but it won't necessarily yeah. do you any good um, but yeah, I would say, um it's sort of it's sort of tricky um it does help if you have a uh, you know, particular, a particular developer that you normally talk to. Um, mm-hmm. and I would say a lot of times that's more like, uh, maybe like once a month, uh, or if, you know, there's something specific, like I'm not going to be available for a while or, you know, what have you, like if you have some topic that you can, Not even saying – it almost as
0: an excuse (laughs) to have a reason to send something rather than just on a timely – yeah. And I I guess it's the timing because I've heard different things, and and I appreciate the fact that you're not actively assigning things, and so you're not looking for it. But you will. You will someday. So people want to know what your preferences are. Um, you know, cause I've heard anywhere between one month, two months, three months, right. Depending on, on different folks, definitely more than one month seems like way too much just in terms of, you know, an, yeah. a, an assigning schedule and, and, uh, you know, most of the devs are pretty quick to respond back and say, Hey, I got nothing now, or yeah, you're on my list. You know, I, it's going to be a couple months before I, I can get to you, but I, I'm definitely looking at you for, for particular projects and things. And, and it seems like, you know, like. I'm, I'm finishing up something at at the end of this month, for example. And I've already have sent out a couple of feelers to folks saying, Hey, I'm finishing up this one thing for so-and-so. And and, uh, now I'll have a whole lot more time and I'd love to do something. And then I won't hear anything for a while. Then out of the blue, I'll get like four things, you know? So (laughs) it's just how the cycle just kind of, kind of works. And I, I could probably piece it together and figure out the timing for things, but I haven't done that. And so I just Yeah, you, know, you know, every couple of And months. our
1: schedules are so like are so flexible and like we would right. we would love to be like, oh yeah, we'll have you know, we'll be asking people for, you know, on August thirteenth of twenty twenty four, we'll be asking for, you know, the, the unannounced book for then. Um and it might say that in like a schedule somewhere, but like that's right. not, you know, that's just not how it's actually gonna play out probably. Um
0: yeah. It seems like a yeah. year in advance is when they're working on stuff, basically, you know, so stuff that's going to come out next summer, they're, they're getting it in this summer, which means prior to the summer, they're, they're doing the solicitations and stuff. Um, and that's yeah, I like,
1: definitely like, haven't yeah. worked on anything that is even announced yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in the last three months, um,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. If something in the last three months, probably, unless you, you had to fill in for somebody who had to drop it, I would, I would think that most right. of that's just the timing of, you know, getting to the printers, how long that takes. Because uh, Paizo stuff is all printed overseas and brought back. So it takes a little longer yeah. for that. Well, good. Good to know. So you're saying for you, maybe a month at most, but have a reason once a month if really- I'm going to.
1: Like when I'm sending, (laughs) when you're,
0: when you're signing down the road. So, you know, probably two years from now. uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But when I'm, when I'm sending them out, I always try to, to have a reason just to feel a little bit more like it's an actual human conversation.
0: Oh, I know. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I, I usually try to do it when I'm finishing something up so I can, cause I'll I'll say, oh, I've just written this thing for so-and-so and I'd love to do something for you. I mean, kind of, kind of reason. For timing for yeah
1: them. no and that's yeah it's a great yeah, way to do yeah. it for sure all
0: right so what's next for landon uh what are some of the cool things that you're working on that you can actually talk about <laughs> and i i'm i'm gonna guess maybe not a lot but maybe there's something that's been recently announced that you had a hand in um uh, treasure um, vaults come out um we have the yeah
1: i didn't actually have any work in in treasure vault um and I don't think I have any uh, AP volumes pending. I sort of had two that were released. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it was Shadows at Sundown and. Right. uh,
0: That was a standalone uh, adventure. Was that an AP book? That
1: was a standalone adventure. Yeah, Yeah, actually, a lot of fun. uh, In.
0: Oh. uh, I definitely want to do one of those. (laughs) I want to do follow up
1: of. uh, Oh yeah, I mean, both working on and I I think it's it's. (laughs) if you like curse the crimson throne and want to go yeah. back there, that's yeah. what the adventure is there for. And yeah. I, I ran it and I enjoyed it. So um, cool. that was a fun thing to work on, but uh, yeah, there's nothing uh, immediately coming up. Really my next, uh, like I've, I've worked on two hard covers, neither of which has been announced yet. Um, so, uh, nothing on my developer plate. Uh, the only really cool thing that's about to happen is I'm gonna go to Japan in like two weeks, so that's gonna be fun.
0: Oh wow, um,
1: that's my like, my current big plans are, yeah. are traveling. Well, that's
0: a fun thing. Is is Liz going as well, or is this a solo trip?
1: Yeah, no, oh. it's uh, which is really good. My Japanese is not great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but Liz has just uh, Liz's vocab isn't necessarily uh top notch, but their pronunciation is just perfect Um, so everybody uh uh, and also i guess this is (laughs) separately uh our roommate sort of like the the third person in our household uh is was born in japan and Mm. uh only naturalized within the last couple of years so she's obviously also uh fluent um so that's a great uh, great
0: way to practice for you
1: yeah and (laughs) i should have way better Japanese. Like I should at least be able to like watch anime without sub without the subs oh, up. Oh
0: yeah. That's a good way to learn.
1: Nope. Nope. I'm I'm as it turns out really bad at, at languages.
0: Yeah. Uh, some people are better. <laughs> my I have a my daughter is fluent in Spanish and then she just picked up uh she went to Brazil last summer and she picked up Portuguese like really quick. And it's just I, I'm bad at picking up languages. So I yeah, you know.
1: But, yeah I have some relatives that are like speak like seven languages. And I'm like, can you just like break one of those off for me? Like you don't need seven, do you? That's a little unfair.
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes it's a natural ability and sometimes it's uh, the passion to learn languages. I had a colleague that speaks seven or eight languages, a wide range, wide range of them too. And he's now living in um, in Vietnam and, you know, he's very fluent in all kinds of languages over there it works out well yeah, well no it is super cool i'm really jealous of those people
1: <laughs> if yeah. that wasn't clear
0: <laughs> now there's paizacons online gen yeah. con is going to have a presence from paizo or is that is um that determined yet
1: i'm not exactly sure what's going on there i'm pretty sure yeah. someone does
0: yeah uh, i think somebody will go least, i just don't know
1: yeah. yeah. At least I know uh, there have been uh, some conversations about like what the Sagamore is going to look like, things okay. like that.
0: Yeah. So there'd be something um, there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, there might very easily be like the whole normal booth. I just it's just not my uh, right. <laughs> my area, yeah. so I have no idea yet. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I actually know somebody that helps set up that booth and run it. I should just ask him next time I see him. Yeah. Um, Probably what about Origins? Is that do you know anything about Origins? That's like one of my favorite, um, big but not too big of conventions.
1: Actually, I used to live in Columbus. Uh, oh, Liz and I yeah. both did, uh, and uh, as a result, going to Origins would be really easy for me. Just because I yeah, have yeah. I'd have a bunch of friends that I could crash with and see people and whatnot. Um, so it'd be great if anybody has to send me to Origins, but. I don't feel like the Paizo presence was ever particularly strong there
0: No, no uh, not while we were living yeah.
1: there. Uh, it's a really, really great uh, convention for playing games, though. I mm-hmm. feel like. like Gen Con I go to, and it's like Exhibit Hall. Right. Like I could spend right. four days in the Exhibit Hall and be a perfectly happy camper. Um, but Origins, it's much more like going to spend some time playing a lot of games. Right. Uh, right, right. Is... <laughs> well, for
0: beautiful. me, most of the conventions, you know, when I went it was for playing. Um and I'm I'm a five Nova GM and before they made it easier to to get specials done, you had to play the actual specials at the big conventions. That's the only time where they were right. you know, to get your ten spe- now they made other scenarios that you could do in order to meet your ten.
1: Oh, really? And, to get the Novas, okay. Yeah.
0: So I I did I did like twelve before they made the change. Cause I, uh, prior to the, uh, the pandemic stuff, I just was hitting conventions, you know, uh, in order to pick up specials and, and it's fun. You know, I get to see people multiple places and, and, and do the networking and, and that kind of stuff. And now I, I can't go to conventions cause I, I had a kidney transplant two years ago and I'm immunocompromised oh, yeah. and, uh, this apparently, this pandemic stuff is still going around and killing people, and like me. So yeah, I'm, it
1: really is. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: so I meet people online like this.
1: <laughs> it's a good way to be. Yeah, I hundred percent like to people who are ever like, yeah, I like want a really like unique Pathfinder Starfinder experience. I love, uh, like even even more than running normal PFS or Mm FSF going and running the specials is just, it's a lot (laughs) sometimes, Uh, but it is, it is really electric. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But I love it.
0: Oh, and just, just the excitement at the end of the whole room, you know, erupting, you know, Uh, Gen Con or or at uh, origins where you just have a lot of tables of that. You go to a small convention, there's like the minimum three tables and it's not, did not have the same effect, but you know.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely thinking about running them yeah. in the Sagamore <laughs> right yeah. now. Oh, for, at for sure.
0: For sure. Well, and it, it's been great uh getting this chance to, to get to know you and, and meet you. And yeah. I hope someday I can meet you in person as well.
1: That would be wonderful, but it was nice to meet you too. And uh yeah, I hope you have a great, you know, con <laughs> season, at least as far as uh, you can. I'll be doing a lot of the same things, just uh, dialing in from home.
0: Yep. No, I'll be running online games and doing online HQ. That's kind of what I'll be doing. All right. That's- Have a great awesome. evening. Do